This is Good Hope FM News. Western Cape Premier Helen Ziller insists that the information that she's accused of releasing without authorization was in the public interest and certainly not confidential. She says the information involves cutting provincial budgets that involve taxpayers' money. Earlier reports quoted the presidency as saying Ziller released information that was not meant for the public. Ahead of the president's State of the Nation address and Finance Minister Pravin Gordon's budget speech, Ziller says there should be no secrets between the public and government, particularly regarding information that would have an adverse and direct effect on the public. What does the public not know and what should be kept secret from them about the extent of our financial crisis? That is what I unpacked in my newsletter. That was a discussion that we had in the Western Cape Cabinet. We don't work with government's money because the government hasn't got any money. This is taxpayers' money. Is the presidency saying they don't want the taxpayers to know? Health Minister Dr. Aaron Mudzwaledi has warned the public against underestimating the importance of testing for cancer. He was speaking on the sidelines of the Krishani Baragwanath Hospital in Soweto, where many people have gathered to mark International World Cancer Day. The World Health Organization says more than 8 million people died from cancer around the world in 2015. Mudzwaledi says many people wait until it's too late to get tested for the disease. He says many women in South Africa die from breast cancer each year. When you talk of issues like cancer, many people really are not aware of what's going on. If you were to stop anybody in the streets and ask them, many women all know that the commonest cancer that is killing South African women is breast cancer, followed by cervical cancer, cancer of the womb. And when you come to men, it will be prostate cancer, followed by colorectal cancers. An NGO working against the spread of TB and HIV, known as the TBHIV Care Association, is calling for the decriminalization of drug abusers. The association says people who use drugs frequently suffer human rights abuses in public spaces. Advocacy manager Sean Shelley says the abuses range from assault to extortion. One of the things that, that a lot of people are talking about is, is the decriminalization or depenalization of uh, personal drug use because it, it serves no purpose. And there's been common acknowledgement that, um, that, that we can't arrest our way out of, out of problematic drug use. Self-confessed drug addict, 26-year-old Candice Ram is a beneficiary of the pro- project who's been trying to get clean. My thing is, I, I thought that I could come clean like without rehab and things like that and just come clean, but it's not working. I need help. I need, like... To come to a point where I have to break from the rest of the world and stay clean like men. My mother has passed away not knowing a sober daughter. She never saw me. She never knew how I was like being sober like men. And finally, U.S. Judge Stephen O'Neill says prosecutors can proceed with a sexual assault charge against comedian Bill Cosby. The comedian is accused of drugging and fondling a former Temple University employee in 2004. Dozens of women have said the actor assaulted them, but the former television star says the encounters were consensual. The next step in the case will be a hearing to determine whether there's enough evidence for the co- for Cosby to stand trial. The comedian, once the highest paid U.S. Tele- television star could go to prison for 10 years if convicted. The BBC's James Cook reports. For decades, Bill Cosby was one of the biggest stars in the United States, affectionately nicknamed America's dad. 
That image was ruined when claims of sexual assault by more than 50 women came to light. But the 78-year-old is facing one charge of drugging and sexually assaulting a woman at his home in Philadelphia in 2004. Lawyers for Cosby argued that he had been granted immunity by a prosecutor who had first investigated the case a decade ago. Judge Stephen O'Neill rejected that argument. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.